Give me the voice of Mario. Chris Pratt? No. The real Mario. Not the fake... Collie? (laughs) Dance, monkey, dance. Welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? I'm great. I'm coming to you live from the Wokey Clubhouse. <laughs> it's in my backyard. Oh, yeah? We're, yeah, we're going to watch Toy Story 4 and talk about what a shitty movie it is. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I didn't know that was the agenda. Yeah, yeah. It isn't a very good movie, so... No, and and now that Alan is sounding off on on Twitter, I think he's going to find less popularity with certain people. Wait, 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 wait! Back it up. I haven't heard about this. What's going on? There? What? You haven't heard about this? I've been working a lot. You got to cut me some slack. It's been a long week. So on Twitter, you still there? Yes. Go ahead. Where'd you go? I'm here. Where'd you go? I'm here. Can't you hear me? Hello. 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 I'm here. Keep going. Hello. Hello. Don't. Oh, there you are. Okay. That was weird. Uh, so he posted on Twitter, who is the face of woke? Do wokies have a clubhouse in someone's backyard or maybe a cute yet safe playpen somewhere? Oh, I did. I, I did see a meme about this. Okay. So Valerie Bertinelli's response was, who hurt you, Tim? You need a hug. (laughs) Uh, Look, he's just still pissed that he, they cast Chris Evans as the voice of, of Buzz Lightyear. Well, this isn't the way. (laughs) This is not the way, as the Mandalorian would say. No. And, you know, now that he's, been found out that he's whipping his dick out at, at um, Pamela Anderson. Maybe he'll go away too. Yeah, maybe. But do you, can you really trust Pamela Anderson? Um, I mean, she's not in the news anymore. I don't know that she's working too much. I think she's got a reality show. But that's that's why I'm more out to believe her because she's not trying to sell anything well if she's trying to sell a reality sure? show are you sure I I think she's thirsty <laughs> she needs a drink she needs a drink she's trying to lap it she up needs blah, a drink. Blah, blah. yes um, I don't know man like no celebrity should be held up as an example of what to be like or a role model or anything like that. Politicians probably yeah. shouldn't be either. 
you know, if you go to the Tim Allen Twitter page, the you might like people are Matt Gates, Ron DeSantis, and Lauren Boebert. So is that trying to mm. say that he's he makes like-minded tweets? Yes. So yeah, like I really don't. He's care. the new Ted Nugent. <laughs> I really don't give a fuck what Tim Allen has to say, because in order to offend <laughs> me, I have to care about your point of view, and right. I don't for Tim Allen. So. I, All right. I I would be very happy if he got fucking canceled. Yeah. Take his shitty Santa Claus TV show with him. <laughs> oh, on January 6th, doors open for a sold out house here in Charleston. Hope I don't get arrested. What? Well, you should try to go. Well, it's you can invite him over to your to your. Oh, I. Oh man. Why can't people just shut up and be famous? Why do they have to like? Oh man. Yeah. I don't know, man. He's he can just go away. His his time is past. I'm not gonna be sad when he's done. Can take his Duck Dynasty people with him. Yeah. Too bad. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> or not. <laughs> uh. So what's up? What you been up to? Besides following Tim Allen. Oh, you know, just reading the news, seeing all the important stories, like Priscilla Presley is contesting Lisa Marie's uh, last will. Why? Because I guess uh, not too long ago, Lisa Marie changed her will to... um, leave everything to her um her kids as a parent usually does okay right right but previous to that she had it was all going to priscilla <laughs> because Pris- lisa marie got all of elvis's money so priscilla not so much well they were divorced right when he died well yeah yeah. So, of course he would leave it to his kid. Who else is he going to leave it right. to? Well, right. I don't get these people, man. So now she's contesting it because now she doesn't have any money again? Yes. And did did Lisa Marie get Graceland? Like, did she... Yes. She was the owner she of got, Graceland? She got everything he owned. Oh wow! Music catalogs, movie distribution rights, all that shit. Wouldn't you think that she would want her kids, her her grandkids, to be set up to be taken care of? Yeah. Yes. Instead of woe is me. Yeah. Instead of becoming like little douches, like Michael Jackson's kids. <laughs> uh, 
Whatever they can do to make money off their father, man. Yeah, I, there you go. Exactly. I feel exactly. like I feel like Lisa Marie was better spoken though than Michael Jackson's kids. Like I've seen, I've seen interviews. Well, with you know, I Prince is that was that the oldest one's name? Yes. And blanket and blank whatever. Aren't they both named Prince? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Um, is it Prince in Paris? Is Paris the girl? I think Paris is the girl, but like okay. they were trying to do some kind of um exhibition of like Michael Jackson's like famous iconic jackets, and and he just could not hold the conversation, and it was like, why are you in charge just because you're his kid? Yeah. So. At least Lisa Marie, you know, before whatever happened to her at the fucking Golden Globes, seemed like she could at least talk intelligently about her father with the things that I'd seen. But but it's I don't understand that. Like, oh, my grandkids can't have that. I have to have that. Okay, so you're the worst grandmother in the world is what you're saying. Yes. So two of his kids are called Prince. The oldest boy is Michael Joseph Jackson Jr. He was nicknamed Prince when when he was just a little kid. Okay. And then Paris is the girl. Okay. And then the youngest is Prince Michael Jackson II, also known as Blanket. But who's Prince Michael Jackson the first? I believe that would be Prince Michael. But wait a minute. The oldest, but the oldest one's name isn't Prince. They just call him that. Yes. How fucking confusing would that be? Yeah. I mean, no wonder they nicknamed the kid. He tried to drop out a window blanket. I'm, I'm kidding. He didn't try to drop him out. Just looked that way. It was just a photo op. Here's my kid. Let me dangle him over the the railing. Yeah. Man, that was such a weird time. Mm-hmm. Oh, Blanket is also known as Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> Does it say why? After years of bullying, he is now known as Biggie. Instead of Blanket? Yes. Oh, Jesus. Are your feelings hurt? Oh, I'm sorry. That's sad. Oh, man. Fame is a weird thing. Isn't it? Yeah. I don't want fame. I'd like the money. I'm not sure I want the fame, though. I, yeah, but everything comes at a price. Mm. No? You well, think you can have fame and not all the bullshit? No, I mean... That's why you want to be like on the back end. You want to be somebody that's well paid, but not in the spotlight. Mm. You know, like an agent. Agents might be slimy, but they make a shitload of money off of people. Yeah, that's for sure. And you wouldn't know any of them. So you don't have to deal with like the fame thing.
So, so weird. So what else have you been reading about? Anything uh, fun? Yeah. Or just the horrible shit that's going on in the South? I, I just the horrible world we live in. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been quite the news week. Hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, all that bullshit that's going on in fucking Tennessee, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't... I... I watched the released videos that they that they put out with the cops beating up the guy or yeah beating um, killing him I guess um and I don't get how another person can take the life of somebody else I don't know if it's just me being a um an atheist and thinking like every second that you're alive is the gift but how you can beat somebody to death and laugh about it afterwards I don't I don't get there are like I said there are shitty people in this world yes yes and I I can only hope that these five cops get put into gen pop and people find out who they are (laughs) And get the shit right. kicked out of them. Mm-hmm. Because they fucking deserve it. Right. So, yeah, just... All shit going on. Just a terrible place. Mm-hmm. Terrible world to live on. I don't know what the options are. <laughs> Do you think if you paid enough money, they'd let you live on the International Space Station? Oh, would you want to? Have you seen what they eat? Yeah, but you're not living on in the world, so it might be a decent trade-off. Uh, <laughs> you still have to rely on the world. It's like it's not like there's a big, big farm with cows and stuff up there where you can eat. You become a vegetarian. It's fine. Oh no, gross! <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be a vegan. You don't want to go the 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 plant lifestyle. Uh, you know, I I'm just not arrogant enough to be a vegan. <laughs> they claim there's a lot of health benefits, though. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I am I am of the personal opinion that you don't cut out anything. Like we're designed to have carbs, and and like I know that you've gone the no carb route, right? Um, but it's hard. It is, and I mean, there's carbs and everything. Yes, exactly. So I just feel like as long as you're moderate about stuff, you know, it can it, it tends yes. to work itself out. Yes, you don't eat a, a whole chocolate cake in one sitting. You don't. No. Oh, maybe that's where I should start. You would be very sick after that. <laughs> Diabetes on a plate? Yes. Mmm, chocolate cake. Yes, yes. <laughs> Alright, well, did you watch anything fun this week? Um, well, I wouldn't call it fun. Oh, okay. I watched season two of Hunters on Prime. 
Oh, is that any good? Have you watched that yet? I watched the first season. Um, the gap between season one and season two left me kind of confused. Okay. Like I was, I wasn't understanding like how people were in relation to each other and that kind of stuff. But it's incredibly intense. Is it? Okay. They they find out Hitler's alive. They're kind of brought back to. Um, they have like a falling out, I guess, at the end of the first season that I don't remember. I remember the end of the first season ends with the Asian guy. They like kidnap him or something and they sit him at a table. Right. And all the little blonde haired kids come running in and while they don't show his face, it's very apparent that like Hitler is alive in Argentina. Right. And that's the way the show kind of ends. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, I don't even know where to start because it's such a heartbreaking story in terms of this thing happened. He was responsible for killing 11 million Jews. Right. And there's still people who deny that it actually happened that it was an exaggeration that people made that up, that everybody who says they were victims were liars. Yeah. It's kind of scary. And basically the, the premise of this whole new season is that, uh, Hitler wants to regain power and get a nuke <laughs> to drop it on the United States because, you know, they had the nerve to the war. Um, the episodes are really good they're really intense Um, I I don't want to tell you too much in case you watch it I do um, I am going to watch it I forgot that the new season had come out yeah it's only eight episodes okay and um, Pacino is in the whole series again yeah um, the episode before the finale episode is really, really good. Okay. I won't tell you any more than that. <laughs> okay. It's got kind of an Anne Frank twist to it. I'll, I'll give you that. Oh. Yeah, I'll try to watch yeah. it this week so that we can okay. talk about it. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I really liked it, but it's really kind of frightening that that could happen. And seeing similarities to other political figures in our current time. <laughs> I was just going to say, and, like, uh, like there's got to be some huge parallels. Yeah. Quite a few. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to watch it this week. Okay. You do that. Okay. There'll, there'll be a quiz. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, we got some cancellation news that was kind of upsetting this week. What got canceled? Doom Patrol. Wait. Titans. What? And Benedict Society. No. Yes. How did I miss this? I don't know. (sighs) Seriously? Yes. And I was looking forward to another season of Benedict Society. Just to see Tony Hale has his sister. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that fucking sucks. Maybe they'll make a one-off movie. 
wrap things up. In a statement, an HBO Max spokesperson told Variety, while these are the final seasons of Titans and Doom Patrol, we're very proud of these series and excited for fans to see their climactic endings. <sighs> so, yeah. okay, Titans was getting a little long in the tooth. I can see fucking Titans going away. Right. But Doom Patrol was so fresh and so different. Oh, God, I fucking hate HBO, man. <laughs> Ever since those new guys took over, this has just yeah. been fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should start a petition. That's not going to help. Activate our Facebook fans <laughs> to boycott. To boycott. Did they say? Did they? Say, mysterious Benedict Society. Did they say why that one got canceled? I didn't see it. Let's see. Oh. It was just a random list of things that are being canceled this season. Uh, so grateful to every one of you who made a place for our show in your home and heart. You made it wonderful and we loved every minute. The beauty of streaming is that the show lives on Disney Plus and you can find it whenever you want to visit. Uh, spoiler alert for how the story ends. The kids stay friends forever. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it doesn't really say just that it was fucking canceled. God yeah. damn it, man. Yeah, there's not going to be anything to watch. No. I mean, why do you, why do they do this shit? Money. Why do people do anything today? It's all what, money. The, the amazing thing about Benedict Society is the fact that they didn't like advertise it anywhere. There was never any kind of marketing push for that, but no. everybody that I knew watched it and loved it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, maybe if you put a little effort into the marketing of some of these things, you wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't be like leaving it on a fucking, uh, cliffhanger and then you never get to fucking go back to it right god that sucks well that blows well damn <laughs> oh Life goes on just without Titans and Doom Patrol. And Mysterious Benedict Society. Mm-hmm. Well, fucking Disney Plus better come up with something to replace it that's just as good. Isn't that the secret of Sulphur Springs? Oh, what is that? I, it's another Disney Plus thing. I haven't watched it, but it looks very familiar like a Stranger Things kind of thing. Oh, yeah, let's jump on the five-year-old bandwagon. Well, yeah. Bandwagon nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looked like it was a Disney Channel show. 
that got put on Disney Plus. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Because a lot you can watch season two, episode one from January of last year on the YouTube Disney channel. Which is based on the actual cable channel and not the streaming service. Oh, okay. You think they made them do the stupid Mickey ears thing in the corner that they used to do on the Disney yes. channel? Yes, with the TV set. Is that a rite of passage? Uh, sure. <laughs> Remember when Disney Channel didn't suck? Remember when Disney didn't suck? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that the Wokies have canceled Splash Mountain. Oh, whatever. I've heard I've heard some interesting things about like structural problems with Splash Mountain that they were going to have to close it anyway to fix it all. So that Disney figured, well, why don't we just retheme it? Mm, I don't know. But you know, heaven forbid anything move forward. You can't take away our story about slavery. Oh, okay. I mean, it seems like Disney in general is going to have some issues going ahead because I'm looking at a thing on CNN that the union members are going to reject Disney's contract offer. Yeah. Buck an hour. Uh, so they're talking to somebody named Jonathan Pulliam, who's worked at Disney World since 2018. Um dressing up I remember when when I lived down there that this shit wouldn't get out but dressing up as everything from beloved Disney cartoon characters to Star Wars villains and while he loves his job he says he can't afford it any longer he said he makes about 15.85 an hour salary and that earns him about $550 a week with rent for a typical apartment in Orlando area costing about $1800 per month Well, I mean, he can yeah. afford the apartment. He just can't afford to eat. Right. Uh, the company's five-year offer would raise salaries for cast members by a minimum of a dollar per hour, taking most workers to at least $20 an hour by 2026. <clears throat> wow. Nothing but magic at Disney. Well, it's... it's uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of disparity in people's pay. Yeah. I mean, but that's and, the way. Yeah. But I think people more so our parents generation was that, you know, you just got to buckle down and you got to do it and you got to put in your hours and you don't complain. And you know, why not complain? Right. I, I think leader compensation should be tied into employee satisfaction. Well, I think that should happen everywhere. Yes. I mean, if you have a happy workforce, they're going to do more for you. And how do you keep them happy? Right. You pay them well. 
you know, I, I see all these boomers complaining that nobody wants to work, but it's not that they don't want to work. They don't want to work for shitty pay. If you were, you know, if, if people were making a livable wage, they'd be more than happy to work for you. And Disney needs to understand that as well. Sure. So I think every business needs to understand that. Yeah. Uh, Pulliam said that he's filling his car three times a week. Um, he says he can't afford the dollar an hour raise. He lives an hour's drive from the theme park and says he'll be voting no because he can't get with the wages being offered. I mean, the, the flip side of that though is you're living an hour away. See what else is available closer to you. I mean, if 15 bucks an hour is, well, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I don't know if that's a common thing now. It's starting to be. Okay. Start looking around. Like maybe it's more important of what you're doing than where you're doing it. I don't know. And I know Florida is fucking terrible now for rent and shit like that. Mm -hmm. But like, it's not like it's going to get any better because like the government's not going to step in and say shit. Uh, Well, Orange County is, is trying to uh, pass a tenant's bill of rights. Okay. So that things like landlords can't raise your rent more than 10% a year. Um, some other stuff too but again it's it's a small step it's not really going to help because the problem is that all of these these hedge funds and money markets and all these you know millionaires who are putting money out there for investment are like buying up houses and buying up apartment complexes yep i mean something that's happened down that's happening down here is that motels are being converted into apartments oh god yeah I remember that happening when I was there yeah so you have tiny fucking rooms for 1800 bucks Mm mm-hmm yeah but but there's a pool (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean last time that I was down for for like over Thanksgiving I drove past our old apartment complex Mm-hmm. Um, and there was like mildew, mildew all over the front of every building and, mm. you know, nothing was upkept and it was like, this is just fucking sad. And I bet you it's fucking four times the amount that it was when we were there. Oh, I'm sure. Like that's, uh... I'm sure. And I mean, you it's, had a, you had crazy. a two bedroom, but I had a one bedroom and it was like 500 square feet. And it just was not very big. No. Nope. The American dream is a lie. (laughs) All there is. You can move to Finland. They're they're very accepting of anybody. Uh, yeah. But it is Finland, so. It's Finland. (laughs) I've been to Finland. Yeah, is it nice? Um... It was a very weird day. It was just one day. <laughs> went to Helsinki. Uh-huh. And 
it started off nice and then there was like this freezing cold shower with sleet and then the sun came back out and it warmed up and it's like how the fuck does that happen <laughs> but i guess that far north yeah you know yeah jeez Costa Rica that's it <laughs> I want to go somewhere where there's no threat of fucking hurricanes uh, the loon lives in Spain now okay she seems to like it okay but so, then I gotta know, learn Spanish God if only you lived with somebody who spoke it I don't talk to them oh <laughs> uh, well <laughs> yeah uh, mm-hmm. um so did you watch this week's episode of national treasure i did or the uh we want to be michael bay with slow motion episode <laughs> yeah I, i'm assuming that they rented a high-speed camera and said, this is fucking cool. Let's shoot the whole scene with it. Yeah. Because that's what they did. Every mm-hmm. shot in that scene is slow motion. Like, yeah. and not like just slowed down footage, like disgustingly slow motion. Like there's a couple of times when people turn to look at stuff that should not be in slow motion where they have these really doofy looks on their face. And they I, they just ran with it, and it was like, are we filling time? Like, what's what what's going on here? But apparently, in Mexico, you can just break somebody out and be scot free. Uh, yes, like nobody chases and it's, you. It's very easy. Yeah. So it's very easy. You know, <laughs> you do a little Shawshank action and dig a hole behind a shelf in the in the uh, laundry. <laughs> my my favorite part though was. Um, they, apparently they go to a different building that's not being used anymore and they escape yes. through an unlocked, ha- un- un- unlocked hatch and my kid turns to me and goes how come there's no lock on that Right. and I said okay if you are saying that there's a problem because kids aren't supposed to be like what's with all these writing issues yeah but yeah uh, I'm gonna well, there's only two episodes left. I'm gonna there's finish two episodes it, left. Uh, but you know, well, I mean, this might be the only season with the way fucking Disney's yeah. going. Yeah. And it's gonna be the final season for Cobra Kai. Uh huh. Oh man, it's coming to an end. This real, there really isn't going to be anything. Like, we might have to start reviewing books or something. Like maybe that's okay. Maybe, maybe it's gonna be like a book club thing from now on. Oh, there you go. Because we're gonna get to the point where it's like, what'd you watch? Nothing. <laughs> and watch reruns. Okay. Yeah. Seen Mash for the thirtieth time. You know, whatever. Yeah. Speaking of reruns. Yeah. There's an episode of The Neighborhood you have to have to watch. Okay. 
So, you know, the whole premise is like this white couple moves into a predominantly black neighborhood and becomes friends with Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah. <laughs> so in this particular episode, the the white wife, who's now the principal of a, a um, like a charter school. Okay. Is having a party to introduce her new teacher of African-American studies. Okay. And it's played by Nicole Sullivan. Oh, who used to be on Mad TV. Yeah. She's, she was the dog walker on, uh, um, King of Queens. King of Queens. Yes. Yeah. Who plays the woman. Oh, <laughs> and it is hilarious. <laughs> okay. Hilarious. Which is it like the latest episode? Uh, no. Was it? Uh... No, it's not. It's not that recent because it's on. It's in syndication. Oh, okay. There was an episode in January called "Welcome to the Cornhole." Yes. <laughs> I'm assuming the game and not like the cornhole. <laughs> well, there was an episode where they were filming porn in the neighborhood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So basically, I need to look up Nicole Sullivan then, right? Uh. And see yeah. what episode she was in. Well, it's nice that she's still getting work. It is. Uh, it's called "Welcome to the Sister from Another Mister." <laughs> okay. Uh, and does it say what season it was? No. Uh, come on. The neighborhood. She was also on Blackish. Season four, episode three. I don't remember that. Twenty twenty one. Okay. Watch on Paramount Plus. No, I'll find a different way. <laughs> uh, maybe it was this season because it was last October. It says October fourth, twenty twenty one. Yeah. Oh no, there's already season six. <laughs> Okay, I'll have to put this on my list. You should. You should, because it's funny. Okay. I think you will like it. Did you watch the the uh, Willow making of? No, I didn't. I didn't realize that was out. Uh, yeah, don't expect much. <laughs> Uh, so just like the TV show. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it's uh, so you remember the, 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 um, the little teaser they had filmed with like Warwick in the cast and yeah, sitting around a table. Yeah. Yeah. The, it, it builds on that and they don't show you much of anything behind the scenes. Oh, fucking seriously. Yeah. Doesn't Disney understand what people want to see? Apparently not. No. No. As there's a whole scene where they talk about how what a great guy 
uh, Warwick is, and he picks everybody up at their houses and takes them to work. So they're all together, except for the girl who plays Laura Dannon, who he's got it out for. <laughs> oh, God. So it's like a mockumentary? Yeah. Oh. It's, yeah. And it's only 33 minutes long? Yes. See? Oh, it's not that God. big of an investment of your time. I know, but still. I don't want to watch a mockumentary. No. I mean, the only interesting thing I found in it was that they were filming on a lot of practical locations. Oh, okay. So, you know, the ruins of the castle was one. There, you know, the 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 uh, the flatlands, which was the sea of whatever, nothing. Right. Um, which was kind of interesting. And they had a shot of the the houseboat thing they were on right and showing how how they had filmed it some of the shots there's like a shot of like where the camera placement was okay as it was like you know i mean there were a couple of interesting things but most of it's stupid but most of it is is the uh is warwick's um that series he did with what's his name? Pilking, Pilking. Uh, oh, is it, is that the one? The travel thing? Well, with the he guy? did. He did Idiot Abroad, which That's was it. the travel one, and then Life is Short was the mockumentary that he did where, um, he was playing a version of himself that was just like a terrible. Um, yes. Yeah, and like. That is the character that is in the making of. <sighs> okay. Although the best part of that Life is Short episode was the one where he's got the little staircase next to his front door so he can climb up and look in the peephole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, when Val Kilmer yeah. could still it's talk. It's only a half hour. And, uh, he brings Val Kilmer into his office and the, the, um, the secretary doesn't know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, poor Warwick. Yeah. So every other like behind the scenes video is like an hour on Disney Plus. And really shows behind the scenes. Huh? And really shows you behind yeah. the scenes. Yep. And this does not. They never did a. a like making of for Andor. I was just thinking of that. That's I weird. was wondering if I had missed it. No. Because you would think that they'd want to capitalize on that. Yeah. Maybe it'll come out before the second season. Maybe. Weird. So have you given a shot at the new Night Court yet? I have. Yeah. I watched a couple more episodes. Yeah. Didn't sound too... the, the weakest link is Melissa Rauch. Uh, yeah. They're... I mean, John Larroquette is great. He, he slides right back into that character very easily. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, she's just, I don't know. I mean, it's not that she's not likable. 
I don't. But I almost wonder if she had been, if her character was zany like Harry. Right. You know, like right now, her one quirk is she, you know, baking. Right. <laughs> but if like she had, you know, a fan obsession with, you know, one of the kids from from New Kids on the Block or, you know, something, I don't know, something that gave her a personality. Well, it's interesting because I went back and I watched the first episode of the original Night Court. And because okay. I wanted to see how they introduced Harry and 90% of that was like the first case that he was working on. And okay. in a very different um, setup than what became the norm of like marching people in and then marching people back out. Like it was one case that they were working on and it was a a divorce where the, the husband and wife were mad at each other and the wife caught the dude with a prostitute. So she tried to shoot him. Um, and he's, he's got all of these weird, like he sends them to dinner and then he does this thing at the end where he's going to flip a coin and if it's heads, he's going to send her to jail and if it's tails, she'll set him free. And the husband kind of stands up and says, don't, I still love her. And like they reconcile in the end. And it was a much more fluid story. And I think this night court, they're trying to capitalize on what was the end of night court, which was weird personalities interacting with each other. And I don't know if that works in this context anymore. Okay. Um, I think if, if it was more of a single case, try to wring the comedy out of it, that it might be better. Um, but you know, everybody's an analog for somebody else from the original night court, except for Dan. Oh yeah. And so right. it's really hard Who to like is himself, which is, yeah from the original night court. Yeah. And like you, you're, you're starting to see shades of the prosecutor. Um, you know, she's hanging, like she's getting special favors from the cops and stuff. And right. she's kind of arrogant. Like Dan was in the original night court. Yeah. And I'm, you can't have two of those. Like at some point you're going to have to get rid of one. Um, and I'm afraid that, like John Larroquette only signed on for like a year and then like, they're going to try to do their own thing and then it's just going to fucking fall apart. Mm. I don't know. Maybe he needs the money. I don't think so. I mean, he's been doing stuff. Yeah. I mean, he was on Boston legal too for a while. Well, yeah. And he was just on blood and treasure. Oh, was the he? first season? Okay. Yeah. He dies in the second season. Oh. Well, at the end of the first season, he's dead. Oh. Spoiler alert. What a shame. And did you watch the latest episode of Bad Batch? I did. I liked it. This was one of my favorite episodes that they've done. Yep. It, they felt very like we're going to do a Star Wars Indiana Jones story. Mm-hmm. We're going to get them all together. They're going to go on an adventure. Um you know, the bad batch has the worst luck in accomplishing their missions, yes. but it works for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, this was very Wanda Sykes heavy and, you know, hanging out with the team and not so much Rhea Perlman. So, right. You know, there's that part of it, but like, I really enjoyed like every part of that. Even like, we're not even going to tell you what the thing that they were standing in was that was like destroying the planet. We're just going to skip over that and be like, okay, well right. at least you can't use it anymore. Right. Like I thought it was, it was really well done and this is probably my favorite one of the season so far. Yeah. I thought it was really well done. I, I, I liked the Indiana Jones aspect kind of interesting that the, uh, the compass that, uh, Omega finds mm-hmm. or the, the thing that we find out turns out to be a compass is, you know, like this round ancient looking device. And the fifth Indiana Jones movie is Indiana <laughs> Jones and the dial of destiny. Yeah. It looks very similar. Yeah. But I mean, things they did in this episode, the whole, you know, having to line up the right, right. Um, figures, and then seeing that you know the if you looked at the, from inside the, uh, the the compass thing, they were glowing. Yeah. The whole uh, the whole thing with a where the tunnel changed direction. Yeah, the tunnel rotates. Yes. Yeah. Like that was cool. Yeah, and and it's I don't know who wrote this one, um, but it felt like an adventure. And Mm -hmm. a lot of these episodes have felt like side quests as, as opposed to an adventure. And Mm -hmm. I, I really like this way that they told the story. So I'm kind of hoping that maybe it, like they're, they're Dave Filoni and Jennifer Corbett. Right. This one. Uh, she's also a producer on the bad batch. Okay. Uh, does it say spam below additional crew? Well, where the fuck is her writing credits? Uh, she's developed. Oh, I guess she's like a major writer on the show. Hmm. She also wrote on star Wars resistance. Okay. She's also an executive producer of the Bad Batch. So yeah, I really like this one. I hope this is not just a one-off. Right. I'm just looking forward to the Wanda Sykes action figure. <laughs> I was, I I had to say I had to do a double take at the minion painted colored uh, droid that was walking around yes. with her and I was like, yes. okay, what are we trying to say here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The girl that does the voice for Omega is actually 40. Is she really? Yeah. And she's playing like a six year old. Wow. How old she is. Hmm. scary Hmm. 
Oh, she was on Fear the Walking Dead as well. And Xena, Warrior Princess. Yeah, I didn't watch a whole lot this week. No? At least nothing that, that you would watch, so. Like, I was catching up on the latest season of CSI Vegas, and I know you don't mm. like that stuff. It's not that I don't like it. It's just that it's I... It's just not your I thing. just never, never got into it. Yeah. I mean, we can't all like the same things. I guess. <laughs> Wouldn't the world be great if everybody just liked the same things? Uh, yeah. It would be so easy to make decisions. Yeah, but then there'd be all kinds of weird competition between people. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, and I know you don't like zombie stuff, but The Last of Us has been, the, the first two episodes have been amazing. I didn't say I don't like it. I just got tired of the whole no. thing. Well, I mean, if it if it's any bit of interest to you, it does the first two episodes take place in Boston. Oh, well, okay and then. So like like especially the second episode, they're walking around like a destroyed Boston. Well, good. I I would enjoy picking it apart. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sure it looks I mean, nothing like the real Boston, but that's Toronto. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's like when we used to watch. Uh, what was that show? That alien show. Falling Skies. Is that what it was called? Oh, yeah. And they, yeah, they go to Charleston was... in it and yeah. Charleston has skyscrapers in their Yes. In their version. And it's like you mm. could have at least looked at a picture online of what downtown Charleston looks like. Nothing higher than the church steeples. Ah, uh, yeah. Because it's the holy city. It is. That's what the, that's the nickname. <clears throat> you know, just like Orlando's the city beautiful. Oh, the holy city. The holy city. Yep. It's an awfully pretentious kind of. Uh, hey, nickname. I just live here, man. I would think I would think of Rome is the holy city. <laughs> Maybe Jerusalem as the holy city. Not Charleston. Charleston? Why uh, is Charleston called the holy city? Let's let's figure this out. The immigrants brought with them numerous Protestant denominations as well as Judaism and Ro Roman Catholicism. For this reason, Charleston earned the nickname of Holy City as it is known for its tolerance of all religions <laughs> and its numerous historic churches. <laughs> They've never hung out in downtown Charleston <laughs> <laughs> because there is no tolerance. If you're not Christian, they don't want to fucking know you. And if you're not white, right. they don't want to know you. Oh my god. Well, I mean that it still has a slave market. Yes. I mean the building, the building, yes, not the, an actual slave market where you can go shopping. It, it is a point on tours that it is still called the the slave market. Mm -hmm. And 
you can get fucking bumper stickers and t-shirts that say fucking Charleston on it in there now. Yep. So, yeah. I remember the one time I was there, there were a bunch of old black women weaving baskets. That happens all over Charleston. That's okay. a big thing. Okay. Okay. And then they charge like a hundred bucks for the basket. It's uh well, hey, they they gotta live. I know, and I get that. I've just never bought one. Mm. I don't picture be having a a basket collection. Well, Maybe a basket case. I but... like a good basket. Do yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with a good weave basket. Sure. I mean, it's not as stupid as when they call Charleston the low country. But, you know, can't have one nickname. Got to have two. No. Actually, three, because we're also called Chucktown. Chucktown? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it was originally Charlestown. And then, right. you After know. After Charles King. King Charles. And then it became yeah. Charleston, and then the nicknames are Chucktown, the Holy City, and fucking the Low Country. Mm. Although the Low Country is more of a area that has Charleston in it. And now history with Dance Monkey Dance. <laughs> Things you didn't know until today. Yeah. Okay, well, let's let's look this one up then. Why is Orlando called the City Beautiful? The name dates back to at least 1908 when local officials borrowed it from the City Beautiful urban planning movement, transforming places like Cleveland, Detroit, and Denver. In those cities, progressive city planners designed parks, museums, and public plazas to beautify and organize the urban landscape. So it was a marketing, sure. it was a, it was a marketing, um, th- yes. like, like thing to, ch- I guess, to try to get people to move to central Florida. Well, boy, they moved here. Well, <laughs> but then you dump a bunch of theme parks in the middle of it and yeah, you know, then everybody wants to go even though they can't afford it. Go hang out down at Lake Eola. At the time, Orlando was a rural cow town and City Beautiful represented something different, an aspiration rather than a reality, a hope that the small assortment of ranchers and citrus growers could one day develop into a full-fledged city. (laughs) Do you think that if Walt Disney didn't buy all the land in Orlando that there would be that many people there? No. Well, I I don't know. I mean, I think with the the progression of people moving to Florida to, you know, get out of the snow and uh, coming over from other countries, it would possibly 
still be as busy, but I wonder if it would have a totally different um, vibe culture. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure if the theme parks weren't there, the coastal cities would be probably twice as large as they are. Um, you know, Miami and Fort Myers and Tampa and all that yeah. shit, just because it's on the water. And like middle of the state probably wouldn't be anywhere near as congested as it is now. I don't know. But nobody should move to Florida. (laughs) Well, that's where all the fascists want to go. Yes, they do. To be close to King Idiot. (laughs) <laughs> and then you get you know you get all this shit with uh, King Idiot and your governor screaming at each other yeah well <laughs> you know anyway you should have you should have everybody come down from Dance Monkey Dance and like come visit you. Mm, I can barely tolerate the few people who I like to visit with. Oh, well, thanks. I guess. Oh well, you never said me, so never mind. <laughs> you know, you are always welcome. Am I one of those few people? Yes, you <laughs> are. even though you have this perfectly fine place to stay with your in-laws. Yeah, I'm not even going to touch that. (laughs) Mm. Nope, not going to do it. Nope. Nope. Anyway, you got anything else for this week? Anything you want to talk about? Uh, We're getting a new... Batman series on the CW or the WB or whatever the hell it is. Well, I mean, Batman dies in it. Yes. Gotham Knights. Yeah. The one thing I am interested in seeing is that Misha Collins, who was the, the angel Castiel in Supernatural is playing Harvey Dent. Okay. Um, but other than that, I'm not too sure. Uh, I, I mean, mean, one of the main characters is Duella Dent, who's Harvey's daughter, but is possibly the Joker's real daughter. Right. Did you see the trailer for it? I did. So the dead Batman is like wearing a suit with a Batman cowl? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. I don't know how I feel about that. Not even going to try? All right. It's so hard because it's CW. I know. They're past their prime with this shit. So I don't know, and it's not like you're going to go put it on fucking HBO Max. So I don't know. I mean, it looks like there's in the cast list, they're going to be doing the 
the night owls. Yeah. The, the court of owls and like court of owls. Didn't we already do that twice? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Now there is a a video that Misha Collins posted of him getting into the prosthetics for Harvey. Oh really? Yeah. Is it? I guess. I guess my question is: Is it? It's basically the mouth. Okay. That he's getting into. It it doesn't show like any scar tissue on the rest of the face or anything. Oh, I see. But yeah, I mean, I'm gonna watch it. We'll see. One thing in the trailer that kind of bothers me is that there's this shot of the Tower of London, not the Tower of London, of (laughs) Big Ben in Parliament. Okay. And a dirigible flying by it. That's like, are you going to try to incorporate aspects of Pennyworth into this? I think, well, either that or they're going to, is that a throwback to um, the animated series? Because they had they had blimps and stuff in the original series, like police blimps. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I might watch one episode, <laughs> but okay. It looks like a teen angsty. It looks like CW Riverdale. Thing. Yeah. Yes. It looks like Riverdale. It looks like the spinoff for Arrow. Yeah. I don't know. But with that, nothing else on TV, it'll at least fill a little bit of a gap. I wonder if... Because it shows it shows a lot of um, in the in the season trailer, there show it shows a lot of like I guess Bruce Wayne's kid at school. It's his adopted kid. I wonder if he's in a boarding school in England. Oh, and maybe that's why there's shots of England in it, and he comes home mm. to Gotham. I mean, it's it's so hard. There's been so many interpretations of Batman now. Right. And so many different looks of Gotham and villains. And, you know, you swing wildly between the Jack Nicholson Joker and, like, the guy who's playing the proto-Joker in the the... Uh, Matt Reeves Batman mm-hmm. like who they never really showed front on but like you could see like massive scarring and stuff right and you know there's now been so many gritty interpretations of that that when they show the girl in the trailer that could be the Joker's daughter and she's riding right. around a police car with a police hat on but she's still like super hot it's like who's the audience you're trying to go for? It's not comic right. book nerds. It's that weird in between like we like team comedy and angst and stuff like that, but we're kind of into superheroes. 
Well, that's kind of the direction Gotham started to go in towards the end. Yeah, exactly. I mean, are these are these kids ever going to be like fully decked out in like costumes? Don't know. I don't know. Well, March 14th, we'll find out. Oh, I guess there's one that's running around in like goggles and shit. You mean Catwoman? Is that who that's supposed to be? Uh, no, but that's how Catwoman was in uh, uh, Gotham. Yeah. And the Matt Reeves Batman. Yeah. I mean, it's so is this just another universe, I guess, like because it's not Earth one. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, there is a, a game called Gotham Knights. Right. But they're I don't full know how in, much of that. They were, they're, they're full in costume there. Full in, right. Right. Oh, at the end of the trailer, they show them in the bat cave yes so maybe they will get suits they just look too young yep it's like the, the young justice league or something why didn't they just make teen titans well i mean because they already did a titan show <laughs> 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 I mean, for what it's worth. <laughs> I don't know. The, the Fox Gotham show got good for a while, and then it kind of faltered. Well, once it realized that it, it had to show young Bruce in costume. Yeah, exactly. Because, because after he had his whole Teenage Rebellion arc... Yeah, and like we're gonna do like the the beginnings of the penguin, and it's like who cares what the beginning of the penguin looks like? Right. Well, and the fact that all those characters that later on become Batman's enemies were influenced by him being in the suit. Right. Exactly. So yeah, I mean that was that was a big misstep for them. Oh, and the dude that was the penguin is now in Kevin Can Fuck Himself. Oh. At least five episodes of it. Well, he's got to find work somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, this might be a hard pass. <laughs> Can't really say that this is sparking my interest. Are you going to watch the new David Harbour movie on Netflix? We have a ghost. Oh, see, I don't know about that either. <laughs> I mean, it's got Jennifer Coolidge in it. Yes. And David Harbour. And it's, you know, I mean, it's got it. But then it's got all these kids. I mean, but it's, it's got, it's got Jennifer Coolidge, David Harbour, Anthony Mackie, Tig Notaro. 
So they've got it's got a decent punching cast. Like uh, I don't know. There's a character named the H and R Block. Well, I guess it's misspelled on IMDb, but it's H and R Block Winnen. I th- I think it's supposed to be woman. Because <laughs> then there's one that's an H and R Block employee. Okay. <laughs> Girl who loves Ernest. Nerdy freshman. The least the writers could do is give them real names. Is this a movie or is this a like a? It's a movie. Okay. It's a movie. Oh, February twenty fourth. Be here before you know it. I know. Although Star Trek Picard's coming out before that, so. Speaking of Star Trek, Picard. Yeah. Uh, Annie Worshing, who played the Borg Queen, just died. In. In Picard. In Picard season, season two. Two. Yep. Oh, get out! Really? Yeah. Apparently, what? she was diagnosed with cancer two years ago. Oh, I was not aware of that. Oh wow, forty-five. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, that's a damn shame. See, life just isn't fair. Nope. That's fucked up. That sucks. She was really good in Picard as the board queen. Yeah, she was. No. Now they're saying that Picard season three may not be the end. Oh, really? Yeah. Patrick Stewart said he'd like to do more. Which. Okay. I guess the paycheck's really good. And I'm, I'm assuming that like as long as they can get some of the cast back that they'll continue to do it. Cause why would Paramount like pass on? Sure. Right. So I'm, um, I'm interested to see what they actually do with it. Um, I was watching an interview with Michael Dorn who plays Worf mm-hmm. and it had always been a struggle to get him back because the makeup and stuff is, you know, he spends the most time in the makeup chair and right. Um, you know, he had always said it would have to be something special for him to come back. And, um, I can't see them keeping the entire next generation crew together, um, for another, for another episode or, or for another season. There was talk, um, somebody, somebody was putting together that like, there's a bunch of in Picard, they have shown a bunch of the next generation kids so like okay. in, in season three, there's a Jordy's daughter is actually played by LeVar Burton's daughter. Oh, and that's kind of cool. Yeah. And so the Rikers have a kid. Um, there's a couple of, I think they were talking about like Worf's son has been established in the universe. And what if they did 
a Star Trek series about the next generation of the next generation. And it's the Enterprise T- kids. TNG 2. TNG, TNG. TNG, TNG. Yeah. Or TNNG. The next, next generation. The next, yeah, there you go. And they're like, they're, they get lost on a ship or something. You know, they could combine all the TV shows into one. Of course. Of course they could. I'd personally like to see a TV show based on Deep Space Nine. You know, if yeah. if they're going to go for like, what are these people up to now? Let's get all those people back together. I suppose. You know, before Avery Brooks gets too old to do it. <laughs> You're never too old for Star Trek. Ask Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Well, I mean, William Shatner Spots. paved the way of, right. you know, being older. Star Trek, sponsored by Insure. <laughs> hey, you got to stay regular. Oh, d- you do? Yes. Especially at that age. Yes. When you stop being regular is when you have to worry. Here's your tip of the day. Yes. When you poop no more. Yes. That's a problem. Time to go get checked. Yes. Get probed. <laughs> Look, of all the things that I've had done to me medically, I will say that a colonoscopy that was your favorite? is the easiest to go through. <laughs> the day before sucks, but the actual procedure is is fine. Because they put well, you to sleep. You don't, yeah, you're not awake for it. Nope, it is literally oh, but, but, jump back. What if, what if they don't put you asleep enough where you can't communicate but you hear and feel everything you think the doctor at the end of it just like yanks the thing out of your butt (laughs) (laughs) and you hear them go well that wasn't a normal sound (laughs) no there's usually a squish at the end of it (laughs) Uh, we're missing part of the camera. Fuck. <laughs> Where are my keys? So when I was a kid, I had my wisdom teeth taken out. Uh-huh. And they put me out because not only did I have four wisdom teeth, but I had a tooth in the roof of my mouth as some weird thing. So, um. Freak? Yes, I know. <laughs> when... When I was getting one of the wisdom teeth out, I kind of came out of the anesthesia Mm. enough to hear them say, shit, that tooth just shattered. (laughs) Well, that's better than zip up his fly before (laughs) he wakes up. (laughs) I was a kid. I don't think they would have taken advantage of me like that. Um, Come on. But uh, I remember them panicking because then they noticed I was awake. Mm. And putting me back under. So it does That's happen. frightening. That's terrifying, actually. Well, That's really terrifying to me. But the two times I had colonoscopies, um, it was, it's like a really nice nap. Mm. It's like a deep, deep sleep. That like, And I remember the first time it was, okay, uh, count backwards from 10. And I think I said 10 and I was out. <laughs> and um, 
the second time it was, I remember them talking to me and just seeing like almost like a black tunnel come over and everything just shut down and then, you know, waking Mm. up. They're fun. Okay. You know, they're better. They're better than a lot of other things. They're better than a cystoscope. <laughs> Look that one up, kids. Oh yeah, no thanks. And just just understand, I did that twice. Mm. Yeah, fun times. Well, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything else? Nope. No? Right. That's that's the perfect note to end this on. That's right. All right. So if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and listen to you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. I have stood next to death, and people liked him better. <laughs> <laughs>